are now rocking to PBE Daily, the early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Ivumbi. Thank you so much for taking a listen to this podcast episode. I've taken a break from making episodes in the last two weeks simply because a lot on my plate that has to be completed. So it sometimes is hard to stay able to make another episode come to life when you have so much else that you're worrying about because i'm very one-track minded whenever it comes to the work i create so sometimes i'll just wake up with tunnel vision for what needs to be done in the office and what needs to be done in the house and then i won't be able to come up with anything that would be tertiary to that and since i'm able to actually make something happen today because i would hate it to be a situation where you go another two weeks plus without having episodes from me so i'm here to fix all that at the same time i hope you guys have been taking good care of yourselves out there for those in nairobi the weather has been unfavorable let's not play I'm, to, to be able to say that i've been rocking a raincoat since monday of this week is one of those sad yet privileged type situations that you look at and you're like you know what as long as i have my health you get home you do a couple of drinks here and there then you sit down in the evening and you have yourself a cup of chamomile tea and then you just go to bed and hopefully you'll be able to sleep that night which i've been able to do and that's one of the things i'm glad about since the last time i was doing drawings till the dead of night i have been able to actually get proper rest and that's a privilege very few of us have actually taken the time to appreciate i'm glad i get to do that because it, it gets tricky sometimes tunnel vision is one thing but when it comes to a level where you actually have to control how to what extent you're actually going to be able to rock the actual job you're supposed to do is completely another but following up on some paperwork i need to take to government offices later this week if not later this week early next week but i'd like to think i'm on the right track and everything's gonna go just fine and it's gonna go swimmingly on top of that there's one thing that happened late last week that is become like the hot topic as far as what's happening in Nairobi right now there's two concerts that are going to take place uh, on the saturday that's coming up i'm hosting one of those concerts and that's the one that where my tunnel vision is and it's a hip-hop event that is being sponsored by jameson uh, one of the world's number one whiskeys in in history and this event has one of the people who it's one of those guys who are influences in my young life when it came to hip-hop music and it's the man himself, Tip Harry, is going to be live in Nairobi and I get to host that concert alongside the Jameson ambassador for Kenya. And when I thought about what could possibly be the perfect topic to talk about, since everyone is really asking me about if I have tickets or if I'm going to be able, able to rock this event and how well I should rock this event. And I'm very nonchalant and very cool about it because it's one of those things where I've been blessed enough to rock so many stages that right now, the one thing people are super curious about is my method and how I actually get into making things happen on that stage. So on this episode, I'm going to give you an inside scoop on how I function when it comes to concerts. So this is what you need to know about PBE when it comes to making concerts happen. When I initially got into hosting events, it was a fluke. It was 2000, I think, 2005, late 2005, early 2006. An, an event host who was supposed to host an event didn't show up and the rest was history since then and as a result my curiosity towards hip-hop music a, a group of people wanted to have a monopoly on the kind of hosts they would have for underground hip-hop music and at that period there weren't really many people who gave really much of a damn about underground hip-hop music and i've always been a person who i get my courage i get my influence i get my drive from underground hip-hop music or what people consider underground hip-hop music so when that void was created and i've always believed in if there's a void and you could be the perfect person to fill that void 
take the the reins and do what needs to be done and so i did i started hosting events in 2006 and i started off by doing something that which was a leap of faith and i'd like to break it down before i can define it in this way the concert needed somebody to actually host when it needed a host and nobody was willing to actually take the reins i was looking at how the timeline was playing setup for the event was being done bright and early and the event i'm talking about is an event that used to happen in a parking lot in upper hill called wabi words and pictures setup was done for sound and everything else at 11 o'clock in the morning so that's for from 11 a.m till 12 noon nothing happened there was no activity it was just a void so i'd wait for the time for 11 for 12 to hit so you can watch the headline performances take place so my first question was i've always been curious about rap i've always been curious about freestyle rap from my from my high school years shout out to easily high and it would be perfect for me to use that first couple of hours to play with it so i talked to talk to my brother who is one of those people who is was the members of the team that came up with the event and the themes of the event i was one of the board members of wapi when i was a young man and to be in a board at like 21 22 was a big privilege and i've always been proud of the fact that the british council let me do that so some of those topics used to see at wapi i was one of the guys who picked those topics hand picked a topic because i think it was the eight of us or nine of us and out of all nine of us would have a brainstorm and whoever picked the topic that made sense would become a month that have their own topic and that's where my involvement with wapi took place if you didn't know now you know and my being brought in was as a person who was young in the illustration world but the rap world hadn't really heard of me per se so they didn't know that there was a rap element to me so i asked uh my brother and i call him my brother because he's my brother as far as being side by side and hand to hand with me in making this music thing happen for myself and for the industry to have at least people it could look up to and i asked him if he could give me those first four hours of no activity just give them to me and let me do what i can do with it like let me just have fun with some people who aspire to become headline performances and let's see how far that goes so the cypher was born me just getting on stage with a couple of young guys who are just as curious about rap as i was and we just start freestyling and freestyling and freestyling and the more we did that the better the curiosity became for the event because it turned into people coming in from 12 o'clock to watch the one o'clock performances to people coming in at nine o'clock hoping to get on the cypher at 10 o'clock and then after getting on the cypher at 10 o'clock wanting to have the activity so active at that time so by the time 12 o'clock hits the crowd is prepped and ready to actually have the concerts happen now the first time i was called up to actually rock the the event was there are two performances were coming to kenya that day there was a uk dj called dj nihal and there's a uh, an american rap group known as dead press now the morning of that concert they said dude we'd like you to host the morning section of that and then somebody else host the afternoon section of that and i was okay with that because it meant a few coins in my pocket and there's nothing wrong with moving from making no money from doing a cypher to prove of your element to prove your salt in the game and then getting the concert to actually happen in your favor and that's what happened by taking a chance and taking a leap to actually do some gigs without actually being paid for them i was able to get my name out there and by having my name out there i got to have the work come to me in droves and when my money started going up when i started getting calls from outside of words and pictures to start hosting club events i used to i reached a point where i was making at least a uh, hundred thousand shillings off of 
weekend concerts a month i mean that's outside of the paycheck i was making so can you imagine that in a week you're guaranteed a hundred thousand shillings and then you're still not worried about the the concerts the, 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 the paycheck because you're actually working on a big project as well so there was a period in my life where there was a lot of money in circulation and i'm not saying that to brag i'm just saying that to tell you that in that period i didn't know the value of money so that kind of i would love to get that kind of chain of activity now but the world has changed and the, the game is super saturated and i'm not too sad about that it just means also that i need to add an extra element to how i do things to make myself become even able to command bigger figures i, I don't argue about how the industry looks saturated i adapt accordingly to, to complain about how an industry looks is always uh, a flop in my book because that just takes our attention away from what needs to be done years later after all those things happened and things went sideways and the economy happened the way it happened in 2011 which again i'll tell you you need to tighten your tighten your belts for 2020 just get yourselves ready to work on smaller budgets but get heavier things done that's all i'm going to suggest to you the person who's going to be able to balance the books and make great things still happen that person will probably be successful in the next coming year and i mean that they're going to be good in the next couple of weeks because we're almost done with this december thing there's only like i think three weeks left so we're gonna be good three to four weeks i don't really count them per se but you you know what i mean anyway so when it came to now coming back into the industry as far as being a host for events because there was a stint in 2011 where i didn't really do as many events as i was expected to so when i was coming back in 2012 putting my my, my pieces of myself back together putting myself as far as being a host back together and trying to adapt to how the new industry was taking shape and how things were needed a need for an MC wasn't as important as a need for a hive man and shout out to my brother and I call these people my brothers because I see them in that sense because any person who takes the time to go out of their way to make sure you're good is more or less your brother and any person who's willing to actually go into the dirt and fight with you to make great things happen that's your brother man take advantage of the fact that that is your brother so my brother DVJ Moby hits me up and this guy tells me uh I need you to host this event for me. It was a Smirnoff event called The Night. It was when they were launching that the product Smirnoff The Night and Smirnoff was doing a rebrand because the logo had changed and all that and they wanted a concert that would actually make sense. And in that period, I was broke stiff, but I made a few coins and the outfit I was supposed to wear was supposed to be white with a, with a hint of red. So I got myself a, a white tuxedo made, shout out to 56 Authentic, and with a red pocket square. I looked fire that time and I was super skinny. So if you look at photographs of that period, you're not going to believe that was me, but that was what was happening. So concert day comes my job is to usher people to there were three stages so your job is to get people active on all three stages in the sense of they're going to rotate the mcs and they're going to rotate the djs whoever gets you for a certain period of time you're supposed to make them look as the hottest stage in the entire concert so how you hype that stage is going to be how you're going to win so dvj Moby tells me about how he feels i should do the thing because the whole idea is he, he's the one who came up with this idea and I've used this idea since he taught it to me people don't like it when the DJ and the hype man keep on interrupting the music by having the fader go down and you just hear the voice of the MC they'd rather have your voice become complementary to the music that's playing so it almost feels like it's a it's a seamless stream of hosting potential on stage and as the seamless seam is, is, is taking place you are the person on stage making sure that the attention is kept on lock 
you're basically almost like the radio presenter who's making sure the concert goes smoothly and if you can make sure that that there's no bumps in between that you end up becoming the most important figure in what that concert is and when he told me that i figured okay cool because i've always been a person who's musically curious and and i'm musically savvy so i'd listen to how the concert is playing and by the time i'm done rocking to one song or another song i'll be able to go oh so that's what he wants me to do okay let's rock that let's rock that let's rock that and for a period of at least two years him and i would just rock concerts and he had a a collective at the time the collective he created was basically five djs five to six djs and one hype man i was responsible to make sure all these five individuals looked the part and i was actually our biggest training ground was the skylax lounge it's an old club it's it's now under new management renovated that it's a different looking place a flyer looking place right now and the place was where we did this concert called star status and star status was a black tie dj party people used to dress up get dressed up like sunday suits and all that like people looking really really savvy in how they came on stage to that concert and my job was to make sure everybody gets hyped for all that if you go online you could probably find footage of this instagram hadn't really kicked in as much at that time but when it started really getting heavy you could actually see photographs of all this stuff taking place and it was such a fun period i mean shout out to dj fab dj namoski uh e the turntable list uh there's so there's so many djs dj and ralph uh dj breezy the guys used to come through and they would rock the stage so heavy and we do it in freaking suits and tuxedos and two months into doing those concerts we'd have people actually start dressing up and as a result i started getting more calls to do concerts and it was like a dual package not only are you the mc of the concert but you're also the hype man of the concert so even the value that i'd have in concerts changed and one of the biggest payouts was an event where we the monster radio crew was brought together under the banner that was DJ, dvj moby who was our our leader and we'd go to these concerts and rock and the one concert that was actually like our, i think our crowning jewel i think it still is our crowning jewel we have two crowning jewel concerts one in nakuru and one in nairobi the one in nairobi i'm gonna give it runner up because nothing comes close to what we did in nakuru the one in nairobi we were hosting as far as I was the ho- I was the main host for the concert and I got to be the person who ushered these people on stage. It was a concert called the Boom Bata Festival. It was headlined by Fena, uh, Saudi Soul, and Ice Prince Zamani and Davido and Victoria Kimani. These are the people who are actually taking the stage and shout out to Adon Alive for actually making that happen for us. I got to host that event and I really enjoyed myself because at, by the time I was getting off stage, guys thought they shipped in a host for the show and it was a big crowning jewel for me. And because I was able to learn from the people who are around me to actually give me the chance to actually prove myself, I became an even better MC. Outside of that, I, I, I still continue to play my part in the underground uh, as far as hip hop is concerned because that's always going to be my first love lyricists are always going to be the people i respect hosting of rap events have also been the people the things that actually rock and i and i know there's a hip-hop awards coming up real soon and I, I'm, I'm giving all the nominees my my biggest blessing i voted for the guys who i loved this year i hope they get to be victorious in the awards that they win this year and away from that i come back to the whole idea of the second crowning the, 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 the number one crowning jewel for monster radio and the number one crowning jewel monster radio was when we were in nakuru with 
Saudi Soul when they began to have the, the beginning of their actual reigns because after that concert I can literally say everything changed because all of us were now able to say okay the game used to think it knows what's happening and we completely flipped it on its face and we ended up becoming such powerful forces of entertainment and I'm grateful for the fact that we got to do that and since then I've been brought on to do my part as far as many concerts many club events and all that but the one that actually has become the the new crowning jewel for me i'd have to say personally another brother came into my life and he brought me onto a project and we made so we're, we're continuing to make something beautiful i become one of five one of four different hype men and hosts for, for his concerts and this concert is the boombox at the alchemist and the boombox is such a beautiful thing to me because i get to not only make the artwork for the poster but i also get to rock the stage that's why when you look at some of my posters for pbe daily and you wonder why it looks so much like the poster for boombox that's the collection the, the connection that they have i drew both, both posters i draw both posters and boombox gives keeps me in the loop and it keeps me informed about how the young enjoy their concerts these days and how the young enjoy rocking the party and when i get to be the voice that they enjoy listening to on stage i'm a happy dude i've also developed this new bad habit where i always have at least 20 lollipops in my back pocket so when i see a group of flower ladies out there enjoying themselves i pass the lollipop out to make them enjoy themselves i'll tell you this there is nothing in the lollipop it's literally just candy i am not i am not any in any way shape or form trying to drug nobody out there no i am literally just giving candy to somebody and if there's a dude out there who kind of caught a feeling because their girl got a free lollipop from the host of this on the stage all she got from me was a lollipop and that's it i know that sounds super crazy but there's nothing crazy about it it was literally just that i hand candy out because people are feeling sweet so let them have some sweets in the system that's all i'll be doing boombox keeps me in the loop on how the club events and how the, the festive events that are happening for the younger market how they're supposed to feel and when i say younger market i know it feels kind of frivolous because i'm 34 years old going on 35 and the way a person who's 19 enjoys music is completely different to me and the way which is like primarily the audience we have at, at boombox is 21 and above and the way a 21 year old can relate to music and the way i relate to music are two very different worlds so i get to have feedback from how their world looks and how my world looks and I, if i get to be a voice that they can enjoy on stage to their music i think it's better serves me to constantly adapt and constantly be a a part of that which is their upbringing in the music and entertainment industry because since i have stripes in the game i get to actually complement with my stripes to the what to what they need i cater to them even better because i'm giving them what they are asking me for but i did it with the flair that comes from the old school upbringing that i got because i've always been a boot camp kind of guy and i'm built from actually doing things from scratch and making sure all those things stay true and relevant so Thanks to events like Boombox that keep my name flaring up and keep popping up in the market, I'm able to get a concert like the Jamieson Connect. Everything goes full circle. And this Jamieson Connect event is very important to me because it's, I feel, for me, it's going to have a young OG and two OGs, actually, correction, three OGs on stage. The, the main OG is Calligraph Jones because to be on multiple occasions the number one act in africa with an award to prove it on both occasions if not i think he's won even more than that but i think to my recollection he's had twice being the best hip-hop act in the continent and that's my brother we've been to the battle range together and we continue to push each other forward to have the king of the south 
Grand Hustle's TI on stage as the headliner. It's a whole other thing to have DJ Hypnotic on stage. Also, one of the people who makes sure that DJs are the best at the hip hop industry and constantly pushing their envelope with the hip hop music. It's an OG festival right there. Jamieson Connect is going to be all heavy for people. So if you get the chance, go to Tickets House and get your tickets. Hopefully, I'll see you there when I'm rocking that stage. And trust me, I'm ready. I'm coming through like a freaking wrestling announcer. And I'm coming through like a wrestling headliner who's coming about to be like, um, it's going to be WrestleMania when I get on that stage. Griselda style. So, say it with me. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. Take the reins of your life, enjoy every second of your life, appreciate the different journeys that are going to get you to where you need to go and hopefully when you see what I do with myself in the next couple of years, you'll appreciate what I'm doing as far as my personal growth. Until then, hopefully I'll see you guys in the concert. If I don't, I will hear you again and I will talk to you again when I come to rock this microphone once again. Uno, my people.